0: Hi friends, happy pride month everyone and welcome back to my podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful day today Um, and I do want to start by saying I am so sorry. I have been slacking on my podcast host duties and honestly like I blame my ADHD for losing focus to create and record new episodes but it doesn't matter. I have it back now. Today is a very um Important episode as well as juicy. So, if you are new to the podcast, I'm your host, Meredith Brewer, and pretty much I talk about the information you probably weren't provided in your sex ed courses. So, if you have a sex related question, I'm here to answer it, or at least try to answer it. My whole goal for the Sex Ed Enthusiast podcast is to create a safe space to talk about the uncomfortable things you were too scared to ask when you were younger. I mean, maybe even when I was younger too. So, you know, reach out to me if there are any topics you'd like me to cover. But for today's episode, we are celebrating Pride Month. But Pride Month is more than just drag shows and glitter parades. I mean, those are the best parts, but this month is also about spreading awareness and educating others on the LGBTQ community, or what I like to call the rainbow alphabet, because I frequently stumble over See, I frequently stumble over all of the consonants in the acronym. Now, before I get into the juicier part and my personal story for today's podcast, which you should stick around for, I want to hit on this point of awareness and education. As you know, my podcast is focused on sex education. So I want you to think back to when you were taking sex ed or maybe even just health class in general. Did you talk about sexual orientations? Was expression of different sexual orientations allowed or accepted by your school or community? Was the LGBTQ community included in your health class discussions, or was it very heteronormative? When I think back to my high school health class, our teacher, shout out to Ms. Winthy, tried to do her best, but discussions stopped and did not go past this heterosexual narrative. I don't even remember talking about different sexual orientations. Now, we had students that were openly out and proud of who they were, but that wasn't the case for everybody, especially for persons of color. So the level of support and even acceptance would be different person to person. So, for example, if a white male student came out as gay versus a black male student, the reactions and whether they felt accepted or the level of bullying perceived by their peers differ between person to person now I'm just speaking with an outsider's view I understand that I am a white female and I understand that I the privilege I have but I just wanted to share from what I saw in my community and the difference in people's reactions to you know those who identify something different than heterosexual anyways I'm getting off point which is how our health classes or sex education classes are not queer inclusive. Over the last 20 years, G- GLSEN has conducted the National School Climate Survey, which reports information on LGBTQ, see, there we go, the rainbow alphabet, but LGBTQ middle, middle and high school students experiences with discrimination, bias, language, and availability and utility of supported school resources. I've linked the most recent report in the show notes, but what I want to highlight is that from their 2019 survey, just 8.2% of students said they received LGBTQ plus inclusive sex education. In the same study, just under half of those students, 48.9% reported that they could that they could find information about LGBTQ plus related issues in their school library. So that meant just over 50% weren't able to locate this kind of information within their school's resources. And this issue comes back to what I've said in previous episodes, where the state-level sex education is restricted and teachers are not allowed to provide the full amount of information to youth. And on the flip side, parents themselves are not properly educated from when they were youth, or they maybe aren't willing to expand their knowledge on the subject so they can have those important discussions with their children. Basically, we're seeing both sides of a political and cultural block to allowing sex education to be queer inclusive. And this is so frustrating. We're also seeing major legislature being passed in states that are banning, you know, don't say gay and, you know, banning trans youth from sports and just all of these things that are just infuriating and we are regressing as a society. And what frustrates me even more when I see these things being put into, you know state, legisl- state legislature that is then affecting the schools is when you consider that LGBTQ+ plus youth are more likely to face discrimination, bullying, and have a lack of resources and support compared to their heterosexual peers. So even though all this sucks, what can we do? to be a part of the solution, rather than the problem. As parents, siblings, friends, peers, co-workers, or mentors, how can we be better allies to LGBTQ youth and the overall community? And honestly, my best and only suggestion I will give today is using inclusive language. Inclusive language is communication that proactively uses words phrases and expressions that are welcoming so you're trying to avoid assumptions that may exclude people an example of an inclusive language is introducing yourself with your pronouns so regardless of you know what you identify as or how other people identify as when you in, when you identify yourself and give your pronouns whether you fully understand it it makes the environment more inclusive to people who identify as other things so uh, I would say, hi, I'm Meredith, and my pronouns are she, her. So like I said, when I do this, I'm letting whoever I'm talking to know that I value pronouns, and I will respect theirs, even if they're different from mine. And just overall, inclusive language, whether we're talking about gender, uh, sexual orientation, uh, persons who are, you know, lo- different levels of able bodied people, like, Putting the person first and recognizing and just being proactive and just trying to work better to have inclusive language is going to do so much better for us. So, the more you practice and the more you check yourself when you're being biased, the more inclusive and accepting we will be as a society. And being cisgender and being heterosexual should no longer be assumed, that shouldn't be the norm. Which is what it means when I say heteronormative. That means that we are, you know, we're thinking that being heterosexual and cisgender are the normal or they're the standard. Which is not the truth. And any terms that I might throw out there that you're unsure of, you know, definitely look them up. Uh, Some of them I am going to include in the show notes. So that way you have a little bit better understanding when I'm throwing out these big words or these words that you might not have heard before. You know, just check out the show notes, see if I put the information in there, and then go ahead and give it a Google search. You know, that way you can better understand. Remember when I said to stick around for the second part of this episode because I would be getting more personal? Well, if you're still listening, let's finally get into that. Also, I want my listeners to know that I've really been debating whether or not I want to share this next part, um, but a hidden reason why I started the podcast was so I had an outlet to do this. Um, it's also a reason why I've taken such a break, over a month break, is I've really been debating how am I going to, you know, talk about this next thing um, and give myself the space that I needed to to write this episode. So here we go. For my Pride Month special episode, I wanted to let my friends and family and listeners know, um, and I wanted to come out and say, I'm not straight, I am bisexual, which means for me that I am equally attracted to women as I am men. Like I said, being heterosexual is not the standard anymore. And maybe for some of my friends, this might be a shock, because I'm very loud about the men I date, Uh, but nevertheless, this, you know, that's not the whole story, and I have been dating both men and women um, in the last year, so, surprise. If you're thinking, Meredith, I still don't understand, what do you mean you're bisexual? Bisexual. I thought I would include the technical definition uh, so that way you can kind of understand a little bit more. But bisexuality is a sexual orientation and um, sometimes referred to as bi. But bisexual people are those who have the capacity to form attraction and or relationships to more than one gender. So Robin Ox, who is a bisexual advocate, defines bisexuality as The potential to be attracted, and that could be romantically or sexually, to people of more than one sex or gender. So, not necessarily at the same time, not necessarily in the same way, and not necessarily to the same degree. Take a moment to process that. So, like I said, for me, that means I am equally attracted to women as I am men. Um... And I want to, you know, kind of give you, my listeners, some perspective on why talking about this on my podcast is, you know, a big deal for me. I have only told a handful of people uh, and honestly none of my family. So if you know me and this is the first time you are hearing this, um, please don't get mad that I didn't call and tell you personally. This isn't about you. It's about me. So I don't, you know, I don't owe anyone an explanation about who I am or who I'm attracted to. But let's be honest, the bigger reason why I haven't told my loved ones personally is because it's honestly more on brand for me to just tell the world at once and come out on here. I mean, why have the same conversation a hundred times with the chance of majority of them being negative when I can just make one big announcement on my podcast? It's also, you know, another way for me to figure out who actually listens to my podcast. But, you know, on a different side note, I am open to answer, you know, questions you might have. But just like I told my students during my Peace Corps service, there are no dumb questions. But there are inappropriate ones. So please, please, before you reach out to me, friends, family, strangers, whoever you are, check yourself when you're checking yourself, you should be asking, are the things I'm going to say supportive and accepting, or are they intrusive and dismissive? Really take that self-reflection before, you know, you come to me with your questions. Um, I just, I ask that because I've already, you know, came out to a, a close friend and the response from them was not what I thought it was going to be. And I'm actually going gonna, gonna to talk about that more next week. I'm going to, in my next episode, I'm going to talk more about bisexuality and the misconceptions and, you know, what kind of like just what it feels like to come out. And I'm just going to kind of talk about my reaction for this episode and just tell you a little bit more about it. But, you know, for now, I just, you know, wanted to make this nice big announcement. So hello, I am now part of this rainbow alphabet not now but I'm you know I've realized finally um so you know hi hello I'm Meredith and I'm by. so hide your sons hide your daughters just kidding um or am I <laughs> so I feel like uh that's a good place for me to you know just kind of drop the mic and walk away Again, very on brand for me to announce something so big and provide absolutely no follow-up information, so why change who I am now? Um, As always, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions and let me know other topics you'd like to hear on the Sex Ed Enthusiast podcast. You can find my show notes in the description of this episode, including links to different studies and information and new terms that I've said in this episode. And if you've enjoyed it, make sure to tap the follow button, you know, like and share this podcast with your friends, put it on your Instagram stories, whatever you do, go ahead and get it out there, share it. Um, And you know what? Until next time, use inclusive language and make good choices.